Welcome to Porsche Talk. This is the true story of Thirst Change Break to Work Camp together and have their lives modern friends. We stop me playing and start getting real. I'm Eric. Pops, Rockwood Elementary Class of 06, Valedictorian. We do not have Paige. Paige is sick. You know, I saw her tweeting about how the cold kicking her ass. And then in my back of my head, my thought was, bro, wasn't she talking about moving to Denver? Yeah, um, like, I'm not even going to touch on that because I've also stated that that Denver move was cap. Yeah, I, I first, like, listen, I'm someone who doesn't fuck with the cold like that. I would not be like, you know where I need to move to? Somewhere where it's colder, longer, and heavier. And Snow just through cold. May out there. <laughs> yeah, like, god damn. This might be more of a classic porch talk. I mean, we're going to talk life things, but I didn't really plan too much. You know what this is more like? This might be more like a happy hour slash probably a porch talk, sports talk combination kind of vibe today. Can't be mad at it. The people beg for it. That is true. Um, shout out to the people. Shout out to you guys as always. I was thinking about this today when I was sitting in the waiting room to get two nails. I only thought it was one nail. I didn't even know it was two nails out of a tire. I listened to music, a bunch of bops were coming on, and I was like, first question, how hard do you think it is to even make like a bop, like a single that just pops off? I don't think it's hard. I think it's easier to make a single that hits than it is to make like good music or good albums. And the thing that comes to mind is like, I don't know if you heard, what is it called? Is it Letter to Nas? Or is it Let Nas Down, J. Cole's song? Mm-hmm. Where you pretty much talk about how like Jay-Z and Rock Nation talked to men to making work out as a radio hit single. Yeah. And it was like nothing like any of his other music. And like he felt like he let Nas down by selling out. I think it's easy. And record labels can like almost pinpoint what's going to be the single off your album and what's going to get the radio plays and shit like that. That don't make it a good song though. So... My my immediate thought to like one hit wonder like artists who like pop off of one song is just Joe Budden pump it up. Oh my gosh. <laughs> he gets slandered for that song more than anything in his life by far. He truly does. Yeah, so yeah. I was thinking about one hit wonders, right? Mm-hmm. And then I was thinking about obviously how hard it would be to make one. And then I really sat here and thought about it and it was like should I try to make like a, a little like, should I become a one hit wonder? Like, is that the move? Honestly, for radio plays and like club plays, you really just need a fire beat and then maybe somebody big on the feature, like a hook or something. Because mm. that's like, that's like single one on one. Most of these niggas' singles be like, good beats and somebody big on the hook or it just be catchy. Those are the only two things you got to do. That's what I was thinking about. I was like, honestly, if I were to make a song, like I would just try to like, you know, when you hear something like, Oh, this is definitely catchy. And they're trying to go mainstream with it, you know? Absolutely. So then I just, I literally was thinking while I was singing in a cart, like little thing, I was just like, can I make a one-hit wonder, or can I make a single and become a one-hit wonder? Like, I think I want to try to do it. It might be similar to the marathon, where I really think I could make a, a single that becomes, like, really pops off. Um, I think this task would be harder than your marathon. <laughs> the only reason I think that is, because these niggas who do do this, they usually have, like, huge beat makers behind them. Mm-hmm. And I don't know if you're going to get like Metro Boomin or DJ Mustard to throw you a beat. So here's my thought process. Now I have this thought process trademarked as I'm saying this and so no one can steal it, obviously. You just have to use TikTok. Are you saying you want your single to be a TikTok cover? No, but I will come back to that because that was also something I was thinking about. So, I mean, you you see it every day now. Someone posts a video of them singing in a car saying, mm-hmm. oh, this is my single. I'm playing it for this person. Um, they don't know that it's me. Or, like, I saw one where some guy was playing it for his ex, and I commented that 
he looked like the song was like part of the sad part of Flavor Town because he was like Guy Fieri got a lot of likes, no big deal. Um, so people like people want to feel like they're invested on your TikTok, like they know you personally. So if I made a series where I said my one goal in life is to make like a song that pops off and I like quote unquote let people decide and go through the process with me, I feel like that would pop off on TikTok. I think it would get likes, mm-hmm. but I don't think it would be liked. <laughs> <laughs> That's the difference. That's very fair. Because I still think you would need a fire beat. I don't even, from my quick knowledge, I don't know what beat making material you have. So it would probably be off of one of those free generic apps. <laughs> it's only going to sound but so. Uh, I mean, but if 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 people like get behind the project, even if it's for the meme of it, like maybe someone who's like popular is like, oh, I want to collaborate with this kid. Let me send him a sick beat. I'll even get someone on the feature on it, you know, for the free. You could potentially do that. You know what? Actually, I know a couple of fire beat makers. Ben Nagrin is actually like that. You could hit Nagrin for a beat. The issue is like, remember? <laughs> I'm about to slander whoever was on this beat. Remember when you sent us a video or uh, like a SoundCloud link and Negrin made the beat, but the guy on it was so bad that it just ruined it? That yeah. might be what we're running into. <laughs> That's probably what you're going to run into. But that beat was fire. Bro, but if I also get you on the track, because we, as everybody, if you don't know, Ezra is in fact um, a legend in the rap game, has dropped several projects on the low. If you heard about it and knew it and caught it when you did, then you like you were part of history. So if I could get you on there also, it'd probably blow up. Exactly. So I don't we... do features for free no more. Though. That's the problem. Oh, like Shannon said this morning on Undisputed, I seen the clips. I'm gonna need season tickets for the rest <laughs> of my life. I'm gonna need two signed jerseys. I'm gonna need tickets to the Super Bowl. I was literally just watching that right before you hit me on FaceTime for this. <laughs> no, I saw that. I was like, okay, but he's not wrong. I, yeah, that's yeah, my I had... charge now. But no, it, I think I couldn't like you. It's you kind of just manipulating TikTok, but that's what everybody on TikTok who's looking for clout does anyway. Yeah. So I'm really just one step ahead. So my question is. Would you rather be like a one-hit wonder kind of artist or would you rather be an artist who's like just real regular throughout your whole career? Are we saying regular like underground or regular like people know about you but like nobody's checking for you? Like a current Bryson Tiller. Oh, that's a great... I was... I If Paige was on, I was going to ask her what the fuck is Bryson Tiller up to? He's I not doing shit for real. His last few projects have been butt as hell. Because he had like two like songs. It was like Don't and... Don't and... Um... Was Something Tells Me? Was that was that Don't or was that something else? No, it's Don't. He definitely had like one or two more. Something Tells Me we go last baby. I can't think of it, but now he definitely... Yeah, Bryson, Bryson was that guy. He had like four or five at one point, for real. I couldn't, I wouldn't want to say Bryson. I might even say you're more underground. Like, you're just always hoping to get discovered. We sound like, mm, maybe like a current day Aaron Carter. We're like, yeah, the niggas still put out music, but like, nobody's checking. Yeah. Like a current day Aaron Carter. One hit wonder easy. And here's why. I've been on record stating, there are some one hit wonders that go down like as top 50 songs. Ever. So I would take one hit wonder if my one hit, I knocked out the ballpark. I'm not talking mm. like Joe Budden one hit wonder. <laughs> I'm talking like Montel Jordan, this is how we do it, one hit wonder. Mm, I guess it really depends on like what level, because this was also something I was thinking about. It was like, it depends almost on what level your one hit wonder was. Yeah. Because like Joe Budden, pump it up, not great. Return of the Mac, classic. Um, September, Fire Earth One and Fire. Well, they're not a one hit one. I'll take that back. Um, Mario, that was, just a friend. One, one hit wonder, but like that's a great. Yeah, 
Because, like, then you might just have, like, the niche ones that are, like, it's almost a meme, which is, like, Joe Budden or even, like, fucking Fireflies by whoever came out with that. Like, oh, yeah. That's, like, a meme. Like, you're playing that as, like, a, a bit. Hmm. Yeah, I'm... Because I was... When I was thinking about this one-hit wonder thing, my thought process was, like, it would be lit to, like, go out and do, like, a pop-up at, like, someone else's show who and you just, like, do your song. People, like, sing out the fucking words and then you dip out like that's that's the dream almost it is almost a dream because why would you want to like tour around and go to a bunch of cities you don't give a fuck about like i'm sure that's cool for an artist one time but that just sounds like a lot for no fun i agree my last thing about this would be like where does even like if your song pops up on pops up on TikTok, like is that even considered a one hit wonder or like in that vein, or is that just like someone uses ten seconds from your song on TikTok and that's how it's quote unquote famous? Yeah, you're probably like almost less than a one hit wonder. Cause the one hit wonder aspect to me has got to be able to stand some test of time. Mm-hmm. Your TikTok sound probably gonna die in like a week or two. I mean, but how long does a one-hit wonder have to last for it to be like a one-hit wonder, you know? I think it's got to leave an impression to where it's somewhat of a classic to a degree. I don't think anybody's catching that impression off of your TikTok sound that was around for two weeks because it's going to be forgotten about. No one's going to remember it. They'll probably hear it and like not even know it's your song unless it's that 10-second clip. Even as bad as Pump It Up was, niggas still know Pump It Up. Like, that was everywhere for a while. It was on every video game. It was playing at clubs. Like, it's trash, but it's known. Would you almost, like, one hit wonder, like, is Fetty Wap, or do we put any respect on anything else he's done, or is it literally just crap clean? You know, he had a few. He had Trap Queen. He had, um... Trap Queen's not even his best song. That's the problem. He had Jimmy Choke. He had one more. The one with the fuck. Am I I rotting jeans? I just can't remember (laughs) the name of it. (laughs) Fetty might have had one too many songs to be a one-hit wonder. Mm. He's definitely washed. Um, One-hit wonder designer. Panda. Oh. But he had... Wasn't he on... um... Father Fresh My Hands Part 2 or 1? One of them? Yeah, but he was just really singing Panda. Panda. Again. <laughs> <laughs> he, he, added, he added a song to Panda. Damn, he's such a he's such a smart man. Now, that is a good one-hit wonder. I'm trying to look at any other songs that he's been on. Timmy Turner. Timmy Turner was trash. I feel like it's not good when the third song listed for you is your 2016 Double XL Freshman Cipher freestyle. Oh no! <laughs> not a good. That's not good for your rap career. If I'm being honest, you could probably go through the Double XL list, and probably more than half of them are one hit wonders. Yeah, because Double XL it's mostly like you're popping off in that year. Yeah, and so then you don't mean... ever hear from them again. Yeah, because I mean, I'm sure people were like listening to other designer songs back in what 2016, but it definitely was like Panda was the one. I don't even know if they're listening to other ones. Panda might have been enough to put them on. Do you get rich off of being a one hit wonder though? Because I feel like a lot of people say usually you get rich off of like touring, you know? I was going to say the money is to be made on touring, but at the same time, probably not. Because you're probably not headlining any tour. If you've only got one or two songs, you're probably like opening for somebody or opening for the opener at that rate. So you're probably getting nowhere near rich. You're probably barely making money. I, designer's net worth probably can't be more than two million. Right now. From what I saw, it's at five mil, but I don't really trust that. Mm. Yeah, that's you know? still shaky, but I, I'll give them that. I'll give them five. But yeah, nobody. Yeah, you'd be just the open. You'd be like the opener's opener with as few songs as he has. I'm not gonna lie. I thought at the time that Lil Nas X was Lil Nas X was definitely gonna be a one hit wonder. Oh nah, I knew he wasn't. I'll never listen to any Lil Nas X ever again in my life. <laughs> I knew he wasn't, 
the moment that he came out as like this Nicki Minaj stan, and then he became like the poster boy for gay rap, he hit an untapped market. Even if you didn't like rap, you're going to listen to him because he was a black gay man rapping. That's what they wanted for so long. Yeah, but you, but I'm sure at the time when fucking Old Town Run was just like starting to pop off, you were not thinking he's about to do that. I liked him before Old Town. Ethan showed me Old Town Road, and I listened to his album. I liked his sound before Old Town. Old Town Road was like that, but all the music he made after that is like trash to me. He had like a distinct town sound before that. And like his first mixtape, that's the little Nas that like I liked, but I'll never listen to it again. Yeah, I thought he was just gonna like, especially once he had Billy Ray on it. Don't get me wrong, I fuck with Billy Ray on there, but I was like, oh, he's about to milk this for like everything possible, and then he just kept going. And I was like, you know what? All right, I respect it. He he really did the damn thing. I can't respect it. It's so. Oh, <laughs> <sighs> um. All right. This is one that I've been waiting for you to go on the record about because I know you had some real, real intense thoughts about it. Mm-hmm. Food that makes girls' pussy smell. Pickles. Pickles of any variation. Regular pickles, fried pickles. Like, that starts as a cucumber. You know what you have to do to it? What you have to set that in to get a cucumber to taste like a pickle? That cannot be good for your pH balance. Pickles. Um, Takis. Yeah. Anybody eating Takis, I'm going to tell you right now, pH all fucked up. Hot Cheetos, the Jalapeno Cheetos, all of those, no way in hell. Um, I'm sorry, every Indian person who's ever listened, curry. All curry. And that includes the West Indians, so the Africans. All <laughs> curry. If you eat curry of any, of any type, yeah, pH balance ruined. Um... Hard-boiled eggs. Like, I love a hard-boiled egg, but I don't think it's doing you no favors. Ranch. Just like ranch dressing. Ugh. Is it? Are these just things you're almost disgusted by, or do you think that's no, just I like, I like hot Cheetos. I like jalapeno Cheetos. I like ranch. Well, I used to like ranch. I don't like use ranch on anything anymore. I think I grew out of that, like, ranch as a condiment phase. Um, I like curry. I, those are just things I still know. Like it can't be good for your pH. Um, ramen, and here's why I say not like authentic ramen, but like packed ramen, like top ramen, <laughs> cannot be good. You know how much sodium is in that? Like what's not a chance? What you? Because you've been on this kick for a little while now. What like made your mind start thinking about girls' pH and what foods would be ruining that? I honestly don't even remember. I think I was watching a show one day, and I, she was eating something, and I was like, yeah. Oh, I might have been on TikTok. And I think she, I was on TikTok, and the girl said she can't start a day without a bag of Takis or something of that nature with Takis. And I was like, yeah, there's no way your pH is on ruin. Takis every day? Like, what? I'm trying to look at what would cause any uh, unbalanced in pHs, but it's usually just related to sex or, like, fucking douching which is not yeah and food those foods will do it hands down (laughs) not even questionable i mean is asparagus like a cheat one because it obviously makes people's pee smell yeah asparagus is like uh, not throwing it in there Mm, so sugar refined flowers food additives table salt trans fat fried food meats dairy alcohol Mm, caffeine. So even if you're drinking coffee... Oh, coffee, absolutely. Coffee is on the list. Alcohol, though. Would you cut out... Would you tell your girl to cut out alcohol? I'm not going to put alcohol on the list. I'm also not telling women they can't eat these things. By all means, do. But just know, niggas are looking at you like, yeah. (laughs) (laughs) When I see you eat a bag of Takis followed by pickles, just know you're sick. Everybody, every girl who likes fried pickles is just feeling personally attacked right now. They should feel personally attacked. Nasty bitches. Ugh. I was slandering fried pickles, and I've never seen more people get offended by it when I was doing so. I don't know why. Fried pickles is like the nastiest thing in the world to me. But 
I'm not even gonna get into it. I, it's just gross as hell. It just seems like you should get into it. I feel like the the only argument is usually like you eat something nastier that they deem nasty, or or this is good. Well, you don't have to eat it, bitch. Shut the fuck up. I didn't say I was gonna eat it. That'll make it not nasty. If you go stick your fucking face in the toilet and eat shit, yes, I'm still not gonna eat it. But that doesn't make it less nasty. Like that's the dumbest thing I've ever heard. When people are like, "Well, you're not eating it, so it doesn't matter." Like, no, it's still nasty. Like, nasty's nasty is nasty. The fuck. How do you feel about regular pickles? What do you mean regular pickles? Oh, regular because it just says nasty. <laughs> like it's literally a cucumber. You took the cucumber, set it in some juice, and it became that? No you way. Pickled, you pickled it. Yeah. Oh, my bad. My bad. You're right. You're right. <laughs> Anything pickled needs to be added to the list. <laughs> uh, I think the only time that I'll eat a pickle is like on a burger. You know, like a little chopped pickle. If I'm feeling real weird, maybe the you get a sandwich, they might give you a slice of pickle. Maybe <sighs> I'll consider spear. that. Yellow Nothing spear. upsets me more than a pickle spear because you've usually got juice on my bread or on the chips or fries or whatever it's with. Nothing upsets me more than that except for a pickle on a sandwich or burger. Oh, brother. Mm. <laughs> now you got pickle juice in the fucking bun. Your bun is soggy. If you don't like pickles, I'm telling you now, there is not a worse experience than having to physically remove the pickles from something. Because it's already tainted. The pickle juice there. That's how I feel about tomatoes on my burgers. Okay, now we're saying anything. They just like, bro, once you like, you know how it is. Like that tomato juice and just gets everywhere. You can taste it all in there. I would agree. If I didn't like tomatoes, it's not really something. It's kind of like pickles. It's not something you can take off. No, definitely not. Definitely not. The only vegetable you can really like take off something is like lettuce. Because yeah. onions, the same way, really. It almost still has like an onion scent flavor. Onions are too powerful. Pickles and tomatoes are too juicy. Lettuce is like the only one you can get away with putting on. But if I met someone who was like, oh, I hate lettuce, I'd be like, the fuck is wrong with you? Like, it don't really taste like nothing. I'm not going to lie to you. This might be a very hot take, but bacon on my burgers gets real dicey just because sometimes it's like, the bacon comes through too much and it's like overpowering or if they like just cook it way too much and it's like fucking burnt and crusty and it's like mm. you can't even enjoy it. I agree. When I go places, I got to ask for a lightly cooked. I don't really eat burgers, but if it's on like a chicken sandwich or like I get a deli sandwich or a clubness on there, I do have to say that. And to me, it's not like the juiciness or like whatever. I eat my bacon like medium rare. I can risk it to like medium, but I don't want no well, well done bacon. And niggas be like burning it and then throwing it on, like, here you go. And I'm like, what the fuck is this crumbled dust? Yeah, we found out the hard way when we went to, we went on to Dewey Beach, and Ezra literally puts his bacon on the pan, flips it, and then takes it off all in the span of like five seconds to eat. Yeah, what can I say? I like I, I eat what I kill. I like it medium rare. People who cook their shit past like, like that's like you've almost cooked all of the flavor out of the bacon, and now you're eating just like burntness. I'll never understand that. Yeah, I just feel like there's a good medium ground, probably just normal, like not how you eat it and not how it's burnt. You know, Kevin and Diana be burning theirs, and I'm like, what is going on? Uh, that didn't surprise me. Diana doesn't seem like the one who knows how to cook, to be fair. Oh, absolutely. Um, just because we're talking about breakfast food, didn't you have an experience like this past week or like a week or two ago where you just had terrible breakfast where they didn't make oh, your eggs right? It was a couple of weeks ago. First off, me and Mariah were talking about how bad the gravy ratio was for our biscuits and gravy. I like it on the side because I like to be the judge of how much gravy I put on it. I like gravy. I like a good amount of gravy. This shit was flooded with gravy. I was like, this this is absurd. And it wasn't even good gravy at that, for real. And then I asked for my eggs scrambled soft. I'm a scrambled soft person. I don't like my eggs beat the fuck up. I don't like them hard. Like I like my eggs scrambled soft. It's not hard. Most places can do it. 
especially most breakfast places. Like, nigga, you cook breakfast all day. I'm sure I'm not the only person in the world who likes my eggs scrambled soft. Um, brought it out to me, and this shit was, like, yolky still. And I didn't even eat it because I was like, what the fuck? So the waiter comes by. He's not the one who dropped our food off. And I was like, yo, like, I'm trying to take this off. You can just send it back. I don't even want eggs. He's like, are you sure? I was like, yeah, I'm sure. Like, this is what he gave me. I don't want to try round two. Um, <laughs> and he looked at it. He was like, yeah, this is not scrambled soft. He was like, this isn't even all the way cooked. And I was like, yeah, like, this shit is raw. Like, you gave me, like, raw egg. It was still, like, puddles of yolk in it. I was like, who the fuck taught your chef how to cook? See, I feel like because, you know how, like, runny yolks are, like, a fucking trendy thing to do? This guy yeah. was like, oh, this guy probably wants, like, a runny yolk. He just didn't fucking know how to say it right, so I'm just going to give him that. Or he was just like, I'm not going to fucking do this. I'll give him whatever. I like runny yolk on, like, burgers. Like, I'll do sunny side up with, like, the runny yolk, and that's fine. But I will not for scrambled eggs. Like, what in the hell? I was eating egg soup. <laughs> he literally just took, like, he cracked the eggs, like, swirled around, like, he probably put the bowl on the stove and was like, eh, that seems fine, and hand it to him. Literally. That shit was bad. Um, speaking of food, what are some food that just don't travel well? I think everybody, especially recently with like COVID, a, a big food getting delivered has become like very kind of common for more more restaurants. A lot of people have been experiencing these kind of things. You're not wrong. Um, fries travel terrible. Mm-hmm. Um, I'll take that back. All potatoes outside of mashed potatoes travel bad because you got to close the box, the steam, it gets soggy. Potatoes in general travel bad. Um, pasta is tricky. It depends on the type of pasta. Like scampies are usually good. Uh, scampies are usually good in like red sauce pastas. Long as you're setting the pasta sauce or whatever on top of the noodles and not mixing it in, you're straight. But if it's like mixed in salsa with pasta, that's not going to travel well. Breakfast doesn't really travel well. Eggs, pancakes, I don't think any of that really travels well. Because I'm not going to reheat my eggs when they arrive cold. I'm not going to reheat the bacon when it arrives cold. So that type of stuff doesn't travel well to me. Um, Nachos clearly don't travel well. Oh, you're right. Mexican food in general doesn't travel well. Yeah, because anything with like a tortilla, if it needs to get like, if it's like a more authentic, you know, like Mexican tacos, like trying to warm that up, tortilla just, nah, that doesn't work well at all. Yeah. See, now I'm thinking about Mexican food. I'm feeling like steak. Like if you got steak tacos, could be real dicey. Yeah, anything Mexican because like let's say you got a fucking – God, what is the thing? It's like the burrito, but it has case like cheese on top. Like, Oh, I know what you're talking is, about. Is that a case? Nah, mm. I know what you're talking about. I can't think of the name of it. Oh, this is going to bother me. I'm going to look it up right now. Yeah, that's not going to travel well. Chimichanga. There we oh. go. That was deep in my brain right there. Probably the Hispanic in me. Um, hmm. anything else? That's not going to travel well, but you almost hit on it with steak. When you said steak tacos or whatever, steak in general is not going to travel well. Yeah, because you don't want to reheat that. Yep. Anything hmm. that you have to reheat and it's going to be trash, yeah, not traveling well. I was looking, a side note, because we were getting food because I had gotten back yesterday and Anna didn't go grocery shopping yet. Uh, so we just got some stuff delivered, and I was like, you know what? I'm kind of in the mood for pasta. And then I thought, one, this is probably not going to travel well. And then when I was seeing like plates for like 25 bucks, I was like, are you fucking kidding me, dude? <laughs> I'm like, why is pasta so expensive? I can make this in my house for like four dollars. Like, what are we talking about here? Literally. Um, how do you feel about like garlic bread traveling well? Um, it depends on what type of bread it is. If it's like toast, it's not going to travel well. If it's like rolls, it'll be fine, I think. So I'd say no to toast. I'm okay with rolls. Cheesesteak, yes or no? Yes. And the Mm. only reason I can say yes to that is because most places I know that do cheesesteaks for real, they'll wrap it in aluminum foil for you, and that'll carry over well because it's going to keep all the heat inside. Do you worry about if, depending on the cheese you get, if it gets a little, like, soaked in there? 
what structural integrity goes with the bread, possibly? Um, nah, because if you're really eating cheesesteak, you know to keep it in the wrapper and, like, unwrap it as you go, for real. Because a lot of good cheesesteaks, you won't toast the bread, but you put in hot steak and cheese in the joint. So the bread going to be a liability anyway. Hmm, that's fair. <laughs> Would you trust um, sushi at all? I'm very particular about sushi. I wouldn't. There probably are people who would. The only thing I would say was if I was to be ordering sushi from a place, I would have to have like the Postmates Gold Unlimited Pass where like I know I'm the first and only stop they're making and they're getting it there as fast as possible. Because I would hate to end in a like delivery driver carpool where they're hitting like six places in this general area. And it's going to be a 45-minute trip. And they got my sushi under somebody's hot pasta. Like, I don't... Yeah. Well, something like that. I don't want it arriving warm. And depending on how they're, like, traveling with it, it might... And it might, like, take too long to get there. Because I don't want my sushi just sitting around for 30, 40 minutes, like, not in a refrigerator. Yeah. Do you ever watch, like, when you order food, like, the delivery people driving? And you're just like, what the fuck are you doing? All the time. I'm like, hey, yo, like, the, the fuck? The restaurant here. What you doing over there? I had one where, like, they were just waiting, like, in the parking lot. Like, they had picked up my food and were just sitting there for, like, 30 minutes. I was like, are you fucking joking me right now? Yeah, they are about to hit you and somebody else, and they were going to get it at the same time. God. The tourist was ready. Um, all right, that's all I have topic-wise before Porch Talk Sports Talk, unless you have anything you want to get into. Any thoughts, mm-hmm. anything that happened to you today? No, I'm good. I'm I'm straight for the uh, sports talk. All right, sounds good. First things first. Do we need to put respect on the Cardinals yet? I haven't personally watched one of their games. I do see their seven and zero. It's a seventeen game season, so if they make it to like eleven and zero, I'll start to like be like, damn, they're like that. If not, if they end up being like eight and three. There's a bunch of eight and three teams. There'll be a bunch of nine and two teams. So I'm not pressed yet. If they make it to eleven and no, I'll start to plus some like real y'all gotta watch out for them. So looking at their schedule this year, first game of the year, beat the Titans 38-13. That's a good win. Second game against the Vikings, they won 34-33. Good. That's a good win as well. Jaguars, they beat 31-19. Yeah. Um, they beat the Rams thirty-seven to twenty. Good win. They beat the 49ers seventeen to ten. Nah. Beat the Browns thirty-seven to fourteen, but that might have been the game that Baker got hurt in. I think it was. And then yesterday, Texans thirty-one to five. They beat four good teams, and then they've beat three regular teams. So it's still hard to gauge. The good teams have been good games, though. So what I'm thinking is. Yeah, if they get to 11 and 0, I'll put some real respect on them. Right now, they're still like on the watch list, but they they're not even like the top team or two to me in the NFC. It's still the Bucks and the Rams for me. And the Cowboys are sneakily good too. The Cardinals probably like fourth. They're all in the mix. Cardinals, Packers, Rams, Bucks, Cowboys. But even though they're seven and 0, like they don't scream runaway champions to me. Yeah. I mean, they got to play the 49ers again. They got to play the Seahawks twice and the Rams again. Yeah. So I think you, the Rams game will be one that I'm definitely circling for sure. The Seahawks, oh. you just never know, especially with Russ out right now. Absolutely. Um, but you know what? For once, we actually have a good Thursday night football game, which is Packers Cardinals. That'll be a good one. Tonight's, I think, is going to be a good one, low key. I think I liked what Geno did last time, last week. I still think Geno can ball a little bit. Having another week to get more comfortable. Geno versus Jameis could be good for television. Oh, no. They put Devontae Adams on the COVID list? Oh, I saw that, yeah. No, not. Why does it always happen when fucking someone's playing on Thursday, dude? I don't know. No, this this card, or not card, it's the Saints-Seahawks game is interesting because you still have no idea what the fuck Jameis is. I know. (laughs) That's it's so bad, dude. 
Um, what else? What else? What else? The Bucks. The Bucks are still rolling, dude. Yeah. Brady. I don't understand how he does it. I I wanted to look at the TB12 method before we started recording to see what it is and should I just start doing it so I can be as great as he is. He's doing it without Gronk and without AB, so they're only going to get better. But what I'll truly say is kind of like in New England for all those years. They always had a rock-solid top five O-line in front of him. Tampa Bay has done a great job of putting a top five O-line in front of him. He's got a strong running game in Leonard. He's got three, four great receivers. A.B. great. Mike Evans great. Chris Godwin is great. The white boy in the slot, was it Scotty Miller? Mm-hmm. Great. For what he, like in his role, he's great. Gronk, O.J. Howard, he's got so many weapons. And their defense is starting to get healthy again. They're going to be a problem. I mean, I'm looking at the rest of their schedule. So they're they have New Orleans next week, which you with Jameis. You just oh, Jameis revenge game though. Mm-mm. Then you got to buy. You play Washington and uh, the Giants, which are both a wash. The Colts are a toss up. You never know with Wentz. Atlanta, it's, you're definitely going to lose that one. Yeah. Uh, Buffalo, and then again, New Orleans, Carolina, New York, Carolina, like the Jets and Carolina, like that's an easy end of year schedule. They lost one game right now. I would be surprised if they go any worse than fourteen and three. Well, after the Buffalo game, like especially going into the playoffs, like New Orleans, Carolina, the Jets, and Carolina, like that's gonna get you right where you want to be. Yeah. And there's only one bye now, so that's coveted. Yeah, mm. and they're six and one. They're looking good, and the the Cardinals will not be able to keep up whatever they're doing. Yeah, there's no way I think they're gonna keep that up. Um, the Eagles are a shit show right now. I saw, I've been watching Jalen's stats. People yeah. keep telling me, oh, Jalen's going to be okay. I keep seeing his stats and it keeps telling me he's not. Um, I'm sorry for Devontae Smith because I truly think Devontae Smith could have put up Jamar Chase type numbers with a mm-hmm. real quarterback. So he's getting fucked. Um, I think... I almost think it's foolish to think that Jalen can get this done. Um, it's looking like, from everything I've heard this weekend, it's looking like Deshaun's going to Miami. Um, I would have thrown my hat in there if I was them. I would have tried to get Deshaun if I was the Eagles because this Jalen thing will not work. Um, if I'm being honest, I would try to get Tyrod Taylor. <laughs> I would try to get... I would try to get Tyler Taylor. I would try to get Teddy Bridgewater. Um, I wouldn't be mad if they tried to replace him with Tua. (laughs) Jalen's just not that guy. Not Tua. No, Tua's trash, but Tua better than Jalen. So, I mean, the the thing I'll say about uh, Hurts' stats, and I feel like you're a smart enough man to know about this, half the the only time that Hurts is actually good in the games – it's either the first drive where they're like first 15 for the, the game is solid. Yeah. And then it's once we're down by like 21. Yeah, garbage like, time. Yeah, but it's not even garbage time because it's like in the third quarter. Oh, yeah, but it's the other team's garbage time because yeah. they're not even playing for real. they like, uh, game over. Yeah, it's like Jalen then suddenly comes alive and is like running it in, making passes, and it's just like it's so bad. So his stats are just complete garbage. Um. You know, when before the season started, I had I had hope, you know, and I think I just I, I fall into this this Philly quarterback bullshit of they they can make it happen. So I was like, you know what, Hurts was decent. Wentz is gone. Maybe this can happen. You were like, you know, you should trade for Deshaun. I was like, that's crazy. They're so they they want like three first round picks. They still want too much. I think I think there's too much to be asked for someone who. Although there's no indication that he'll go on the exempt list because there's no charges against him or anything. Once he goes to whatever they're going to do in February, that's going to be a shit show. I tried but to my head. at the same time, after watching Jalen, it's clear he's just not the guy. And it's it sucks because I like him as a player. I think he's a really good leader. I think he has like he has QB1 leadership. He has like QB6 potential. 
yeah. which is unfortunate. Literally. Um, <laughs> I trade, like I've been saying all year, even in the summer, I would trade everything I had to get this on. QBs don't fall out the sky. The list of QBs this year that are coming out in the first round, none of them are great. You're going to get mm-hmm. stuck with that nigga from Oklahoma who's trash anyway. Without bench. Yeah, like trash. Like, he can't win games. Um, I truly hate to say it. First and foremost, Carson been doing straight. I didn't watch three Colts games this year. Leaps and bounds better than Jalen Hurts. So, yeah, y'all might have got rid of Carson and his contract. But I don't let any Philly fan act like getting rid of Carson was good and Jalen was this and that. Because that was a terrible decision. Jalen is trash. And it's not even like y'all got rid of Carson to bring in more talent with that money you saved. Because the team don't got talent. Um, Rager, whatever the fuck his name is, get him out of there too. He need to go. Um, You got rid of Zach Ertz and he was balling in Arizona. So, great move on y'all again. Um, Jalen might truly be a bottom, bottom six quarterback in the league. I would, I don't even like the Falcons right now. I would trade for Matt Ryan before I put Jalen Hurts out there. Matt can at least throw the ball. Jalen can't do that. Jalen, in my eyes, is down there. He's in the same field with Zach Wilson. Oh, no. Tua. No. Sam Darnold. Probably the probably the worst four quarterbacks in the league. And it's crazy that if you said he was below all of them, I couldn't fight you on it. Yeah. I was just thinking, like, Jameis looks better this year. Geno and Little Action looks better this year. Teddy looks better. There's a lot of better quarterbacks you could have had than Jalen. Yeah, y'all fucked up there. Well, this, the, it's – it's. I mean, I was – I was uh, oh, Wentz Ryder for sure. I was, I was with him to the end. Um, I was not a fan of the Jalen pick. I wasn't a fan of all the put Jalen in. Then he has four, you know, decent games, and people are like, he's the future. And we traded once, not great. Um, no, it's just, it's so bad. And it's like, you know, people are like, you have three first round picks with the way the Eagles are playing, the Dolphins are playing, they're probably going to be easy top 10. The Colts, you have no idea what's going to happen there. But it's like, what the fuck do we do? The, the QB draft market is terrible. And it's like, we have so many holes because we have the same shitty general manager it's like, all right, we pick up like a fucking right end and like a linebacker that we could desperately need, but we're still in the same spot. That's not going to change the fucking team by any means. I said it. Should have kept Wentz. Should have sent him to a sports psychologist, and he would have been straight. He's got a coach who cares about him now, and he's playing better. He's throwing that ball. He's moving around. He looks good. He looks like the old ones. What I would do if I was y'all, I would sell some of I would sell steak, not even sell. I would go, I would go knock on Andrew Luck's door, and I would give him ten percent of the Eagles to come back and play ball. Bro, I mean the Colts would have to go up his rights, and I don't know if they ever would. They would. Why would you? But at this rate, someone got to try to make a move for him. Because y'all, y'all are trash. Y'all are so bad. I think that's why I'm they got rid of Flacco, and because I think I think what's going to happen competition, is, people are going to start asking to put Flacco in. Well, they traded Flacco. No, that's what I'm saying. They had to get rid of him because okay. he's playing bad enough where people were going to be like, "Well, just put Flacco in." Well, I think that's what's going to happen now that Minshew is going to be number two. I think all oh. it's going to take is like a half of Hurts being bad, and Minshew will be in. I forgot y'all had Gardner. Gardner Minshew probably is better than Jalen Hurts. I'll tell you that right now. He is, but you. we both know at the end of the day, he's not like – at the end of the day, you want a guy at quarterback, and neither of them are going to be that guy. Oh, both of them are not starting quarterbacks in the league. We're just arguing over who's better, who's the better backup at this rate. It's Gardner. Can we get Cap out of retirement? Is it worth getting Hell Cap no. out of retirement? Cap been out of the league for like six years. Bro, he was doing a trial like a year or two ago. Yeah, but he, that was when he was out for like three years. He's he's done. If quarterback, the game moved way too fast. He's done. Um, before we move to a different football or sports topic, I just gotta let it be known: Jalen, the worst quarterback 
in your division, and you got a nigga who played at ODU yeah. and Taylor Heineke and Duke and Danny Dimes. Both of them are far better than Jalen. Bro, Danny Dimes was like a top 10 pick. What do you expect? Jalen Hurts played at the University of Alabama and Oklahoma. Bro, when he got pulled for Tua, who was trash in Oklahoma. I mean, I think Lick and Riley just knew. like, And it could be – Jalen's definitely bad. But I also think, like, if you watch our games, like, the play calling is just the... – Why are we still running RPOs, dude? We're in the That's pros. That's the only like, thing Jalen's good at. He's not even good at it. Yeah, but that's what he was good at. That's what that's when he was at his best at Oklahoma. Because I think everybody knows his Oklahoma days were far better than his Alabama days. But I also think there's Alabama. something to be said about the coaching of Lincoln Riley compared to fucking Nick Sirianni. Oh, absolutely. And there's something to say about the superior the superiority of the athletes Oklahoma had compared to everybody they were playing. And the NFL, the Eagles probably got one of the trasher rosters. So they don't got athletes 10 times better than the next team. Did you see the fucking quote from Fletcher Cox basically burying our defensive coordinator? Saying, I get played to get sacks, not to chase screens. I was like, Jesus Christ, dude. I don't love that. Hey, would you trade for Fletcher Cox if for the Falcons? No. We got Jared. We got uh, Grady Jared. He's a, he's a monster. I've always thought Fletcher, one, was overrated, and two, I think he's washed now. Haven't seen yeah. him dominate in like four years. Yeah, people want to say, you know, he's doing a lot of things to help, like Hargrave, who's having a great year. And I'm like, listen, when I see the highlights, Fletcher Cox is getting single team and getting tossed around. So I don't know what the <laughs> fuck to tell you. Literally. Um, Falcons are three and three. That's surprising. I hate it. <laughs> you hate it? Bro, it, this is what we go through every year. We're going to be medi- – last year was our one good year for a good draft pick. We're going to be mediocre. We're going to be in the middle of the rounds, like 10 through 20. And we're going to miss out on a great player because for whatever – it's Matt Ryan. He's the problem. The not team Ryan. is not good, but Matt Ryan is still good enough to win you. He's, like, good enough to push if the teams are close. And that's a problem when we're playing for draft picks at this rate and to replace him. He's good enough to keep us in that, like, 10 to 20 range, get us to 7 and 11, 8 and 9, and then he'll have a job because we'll be too high to draft his replacement every year. Do you guys guarantee him money in the offseason? I think we guarantee the money for this season, yeah. Him, him and Kirk Cousins, he's like a better version of Kirk Cousins, but they're like the same style of quarterback. They're good enough. They're not good enough to win you games, but they're good enough to beat teams where it's a draw. Like having them will push you over the edge, and that's why the Vikings are always like in the middle mediocre. You guys have an out for 2022. Yeah, I know. He's out of there. Also, you also trade for Kirk Cousins. Not even trade. You also get Kirk Cousins after this season. Why? Because he's going to be a free agent. He's better than what y'all got. And y'all probably going to also have, eh, there's a chance y'all end up like top six. But those quarterbacks are not going to be good coming out. Bro, it's so bad. It was like if we were going to draft a quarterback, like this would have, like last year would have been the year. We got to get some light to. My boy Joey B. Joe Burrow is doing his thing, boy. To everybody who thought he was a one-hit wonder, I was telling him, I was like, nah, he can throw that bitch. And he's got confidence. And I think he would have won the job at Ohio State if Urban Meyer wasn't who Urban Meyer was. He wanted to play a certain style of football, which wasn't what Joe really does. That's how he lost out to those other quarterbacks. Joe Burrow was clearly better than him. He just isn't like a read option type quarterback that Ohio State runs because they don't even run a pro playbook. But you can't tell me that you think that fucking Dwayne Haskins was better than Joe Burrow. Stop it. Bro, I I was honestly thinking about this because, you know, USC is still trying to figure out who they're going to get for a coach. And I was like, honestly, not only as like a fan, but as like if I were thinking about what college to go to and I was going to a college that runs a pro style offense, like I'd want to go there. Because like learning playing in college offense is like running a fucking triple option or read option or RPOs like can only get you so far. But like Joe Burrow just clearly came into his own. Joe came into his own fucking with no issue. I feel like the ones who like wrote run pro offenses, they come in and hit their ground running. Because even last year when he got hurt, he was good. Fucking Andrew Luck coming from Stanford came in and hit the ground running. 
he was good. Some of the other quarterbacks, it takes a little time to adjust. The only other quarterback I can really think of who didn't necessarily run a pro style but who was doing good was Justin Herbert. The rest of them took some time to adjust. For some reason, the other day I thought he went to UCLA, but it was in fact Oregon. Yeah, Oregon indeed. You know, Joe Burrow looks good, and you know, I was I was definitely one who I think I was mostly against the Chase pick because I wanted us to get Chase because as we've seen, dude's a fucking dog. Even taking a year off doesn't matter. Yeah, um, absolute dog. You know, he would have sucked with the Eagles. With the Eagles, he probably would have had like 12 catches for 200 yards at this point. You mean Devontae Smith, pretty much. Yeah, like literally. Yeah. Uh, Penny Soul could have been. I mean, Penny Soul was doing good with the Lions. Um, but at the end of the day, you can you can always get a you know a left tackle. You can always get some offensive linemen. But to get a dog like that, it's they're just built different. Like I was watching Devontae Adams last yesterday and like, Dude was just making catches that, like, hey, 90% of the league doesn't make those catches. I'm going to tell you all right now, the sleeper that nobody's talking about, really, Michael Pittman Jr. Mm. Got him on my fantasy team. I drafted him because I liked him. I like what I saw of him last year. He's got Carson throwing him the ball. Michael Pittman Jr. has been making plays to show you that he is a dog in a number one if they would give him his targets. The issue is some games he's getting six targets. Some games he's getting four targets. You got to target him. When they throw to him, he's out there balling. Well, I mean, he gets – and, like, that's the thing about Wentz. Like, what, I mean, you watched the game last night. You saw when he was, like, trying to do too much with that shovel pass that was all over everywhere. Yeah. That was just a direct pick. Like, you're going to have that. Like, there's also that throw where he just threw it up and let Pittman do his thing and hop up there and get it. Yeah. That first throw was actually the best one to me. That uh, 57-yarder where he mm. dropped it right in the basket, that was nice. Yeah, Wentz just has that where he's just like, I'm going to turn it on and do something, and then I'm also going to do something idiotic, a uh, drive later, you know. You know who else we got to talk about while I'm thinking about it? Got to show Derek Carr some love because I'm sick of people not putting no respect on Derek Carr. From day one, I've been saying Derek Carr is a fucking baller. He got no credit because his team was bad. But what I will say We've got to take away credit from Mahomes. Not that he's not a star. Not that he can't make all the throws because, dude, generational talent. But people are giving him the excuse of he doesn't have a defense or his defense is bad. That's bullshit. Derek Carr never had a defense in Oakland. Derek Carr still don't got a defense in Oakland. And he's putting up numbers and he's playing good. So we can't let his bad defense be the excuse of, like, why he looks so bad this year. Like, that don't cut it for me. Their defense is not good, but we got to put some respect on Max Crosby's name. Oh, fucking, yeah, he can play. Fucking star from Hard Knocks of like a – I think he might have been like either undrafted or like a rookie or they're like, we don't know if he's going to make like the he was team. A, I think he was like a fourth-round pick. Yeah, now they're just like, oh, this guy's like the fucking future of that franchise. Yeah, he can play. John Abrams can play. Um, yeah, Derek got to get some credit. I'm trying to think of the other – I'm still probably sticking with my Super Bowl pick. Wait a second. Did I say the Browns? Fuck, I did say the Browns. Um, I'm changing my Super Bowl pick as we are approaching midseason. I'm still going Rams, but I'm going to say Rams versus the Bills. (sighs) Say it. Say it. I'm going to say Rams versus the Bills or Bengals. The Bengals, that would be a fucking wild card. I think that Burrow has enough moxie. Those wide receivers are honestly good. Chase, Higgins, Boyd, Joe Mixon, and Samaji Piran are nice. The defense is coming together. They they got probably the best safety duo in the league right now. I think the, B, the Bengals could sneak up on some people in the playoffs. Yeah, I'm going to go Rams versus Bills or Bengals. I think the Bills by far, we can even talk about the Chiefs a little bit. Everybody's catching up to the Chiefs, and it is 100% because of their defense. I mean, Mahomes has also been dog shit also. I think he's been trying to do a little too much. Yeah. Um, But the defense is so bad. If we're being honest, yeah, the defense is bad. Mahomes has been trying to do too much. But to your Bills comment, I think the Bills will be good. I think they'll definitely get another playoff game. But they could lose. 
to another dog team, if they play a team like the Titans or the Browns who play a similar style of football, I can see them losing. I mean, the Browns, it depends on. I mean, Baker will be back soon. Baker um, will be back. long as Jarvis is there and Nick Chubb and Kareem are healthy, they've got a chance. And the Titans, I can't count out because Derek can give you 150 any game. And if Julio and A.J. Brown are on, it's a nightmare for whoever out there. I mean, the Titans just beat the Bills, what, two weeks ago or a week ago? Did they? Yeah. I did not know the Titans beat the Bills. It was like Sunday Night Football. Oh, that's the only game they lost, right? Yeah, yeah. they lost to the Titans. I mean, the Titans have been real sneaky. People are like, four point, do you take, do you lay the four points with the Titans? And then they fucking, you didn't have to worry about it. I wasn't even close. Literally. Um, last sports thing we talked, you, you mentioned earlier, Deshaun Watson trade. I mean, does it happen before the trade deadline, which is November 2nd? Yeah. I think it happens before this weekend. I think it'll happen before the games on Sunday. Um, I think the Dolphins get it done. They bring them in. My only question then would be what happens to Tua? Because the issue is they were talking like they've talked it down. The last I heard was two first-round picks, a second, and then a defensive starter, and then Tua. The defensive start is going to be one of those corners. They're not going to keep Howard and um, old boy from the Cowboys. What's his name? Mm. Byron Jones. They're not going to keep Howard and Jones. They're going to lose one of those corners. Absolutely. Um, well, wasn't Howard trying to leave at one point? Howard was trying to leave. So one yeah, of them is leaving. Tip him off. Um, two was going to be the – well, you might see almost like an NFL-style three-way trade. Not NFL, NBA-style three-way trade. Because I don't think the Texans want Tua. And if they had to take him, I don't think they would start Tua over Tarai when Tarai comes back. So now you have Tua just there, and you're paying him off of his rookie contract, which is still decent money, probably money around what Tyrod makes anyway. I think Tua is going to be the nigga in limbo there. Because then you can't keep him there and have him back up Deshaun. So Tua's probably what's holding the trade up. Well, I remember when the the first kind of talk about the three-way trade was, was like the football team was in on it. And I was like, all right. I mean, if Fitz is still down and they just don't like Heineke that much, I mean, that would make decent sense, I guess. The problem is Heineke's better than Tua. So I can't. I can't even bring you in if y'all are even close. Heineke's better than Tua. I truly... You can't send him to the Jets because they got Zach Wilson. Even though he sucks, he's a rookie. You can't do that to him. There is truly no way you can send Tua unless you're a collector of quarterbacks and want a good backup. That'd be the the only... You said who? The Eagles. That's the problem, though. (laughs) I don't think you could have... Tua and Jalen realistically on the same team because niggas will start asking for Tua. They start asking Jalen about Tua. It'd be too much going on. Tua's got to go. He's got to get traded somewhere with an established player. And it can't. The only player. I was going to say Green Bay, but Green Bay's got Jordan Love. Who'll take I, was about to, I was thinking the same thing for a second. And then I was like, oh, Jordan Love is clearly there. You could maybe send him to Tampa to back up Tom Brady. But I don't even think Tampa would want him. I don't think, like, there's only a few, like, real established veteran quarterbacks left, I feel like. Maybe Pittsburgh. What about Minnesota if you think Kirk's going to leave? Yeah, but then you almost have to, like, you would have to trade for him to then bring in somebody next year or ride it out with Tua, who was less than mediocre. Well, I I assume if if you're a veteran – team like the Vikings, you uh, you think that Tua could potentially be your QB one. Yeah, I hope they don't think that. I would almost say they're only – I would need to see his contract and see when they got an out. I think since he's on a rookie deal, he probably's got the four years. Only place I could realistically see him going would be Pittsburgh or Dallas. Pitts, ooh, Pittsburgh. Back of Big Ben, let him and Dwayne fight it out to start. Or he backs up debt. Yeah, four-year, fifth-year option. 
Backing up Dak. I mean, could go to the Saints. Hell no. Jameis is light years better than Tua still. But my thing is, like, Sean Payton just seems like the type because we've seen him try to do it with Taysom Hill, but I think he would would have gotten slandered if Taysom had got the start. I think he just feels like he can solve that issue. Like, you know, a lot of a lot of pro QBs or uh, coaches are like, no, I can fix that guy. I can make him something. Peyton seems like one of those for sure. He definitely does. There's just no help in him. I just feel like he has no faith in a – I feel like he just isn't in on Jameis like everybody else is. Oh, I also agree he's not in on Jameis. There's truly nowhere for Tua. Because even – he can't go to the Bills. Josh is well-established, but they got Mitch Trubisky backing him up. And Mitch Trubisky is basically Josh Allen – just with less talent. Yeah. So, I, yeah, I have no clue where they could send him. Maybe the Browns want a backup. And no one – Baker sucks, but no one's going to think, oh, put two in. And then if they don't keep Baker or pay Baker, they'll have two to fall back on. But I wouldn't want to fall back on Tua. But I, I wouldn't, wouldn't also want to – I wouldn't want to – we've talked about this before. I wouldn't want to pay Baker what he thinks he's yeah. worth. I'm going Browns. Steel, I'm going Steelers, Cowboys, Browns, the only places I could see him go. Or, you know what? I was going to say Detroit, but I don't even see Detroit. So, yeah, Pittsburgh, mm. Cowboys, or the Browns. Only place I could see him at. I don't know. I'm very interested to see how this trade is going to go down. I think you could make it three-team work, but I don't know how you would get like a first-rounder for someone else. Like If I only had to give up one first-rounder and then I traded someone away for another first-rounder to like go in as a package... That makes sense, but I thought the Watson thing is just like you could be fucked come twenty twenty two. Yeah, but I would take the risk of being fucked for one year and having him for the next ten. Would it your it it assumes that if any criminal stuff that he has that potentially could come up, he wouldn't go to jail for. I think it's all still civil, and I don't even think I feel like even criminal wise, it wouldn't be like jail time. It'd probably be fine still to me. I let him sit. Even if he had to sit one year, I'd be fine with that. I'd be happy. That's probably one of the t- he's top five young quarterbacks in the league. Patrick Mahomes, Josh Allen's, Deshaun Watson's, Burrow, Herbert. Top five in the league, young quarterback wise. So you gotta get him. Mm, ten women have filed criminal complaints. That's your issue. Criminal? Yeah, yeah but I don't know if criminal pulling my dick out while I'm getting a massage is like jail time. Probably like a fine. Uh, I don't know. You can never trust the criminal justice system. You can't, but like, we have seen people, white men, I'll probably say, going to jail for 30 days for raping. So, exposing himself or whatever they're saying his criminal offense was to them, I almost feel like that's more sexual harassment than anything. I don't know if people go to jail for sexual harassment. I don't know. We're not we're not legal experts enough to know. But I mean, listen. If you told me, if you said you would have to take one more year of mediocrity than they have to Sean Watson, free to play for the rest of his contract and the future for the Eagles, like especially with the way this QB class is working, if we have three first round picks, beginning year I would have said no. I might be. I'm very much on the verge of saying fuck it. Let's go get him. I'd absolutely say this dude. You'll get two picks this year. And then you bomb next year, got the team of all the veterans with bad contracts. Easy. Um, all right, we can wrap this thing up and uh, hit some music and TV. Music wise, the Wale album, TV. Um, haven't really been watching anything. I just want to say, watch some grilling and cooking with AB. Um, I started listening to the album on the plane, but I I got distracted. Um, mm. I thought it was all right. I did think about this. I was listening to a different album by this guy named Han. Um, and he just dropped it at the end of October. And like the vibes were way too summer vibes. And I was like, I can't listen to these uptown beats while it's like 50 degrees outside. Like it, it doesn't match. So I think we need to talk about people putting out their albums to match the season that's going to be dropping. Yeah, probably. But I did remember, I think there was one song that I was listening to. I was like, oh, this might be something. 
Oh God, was it Dearly Beloved? I don't remember. Not sure. I think Poke It Out was not the single to drop for this album. Poke It Out. I like Poke It Out. I thought it was real regular. It's, it seemed it seemed like what we talked about where the out al- the album or the label was like, hey, drop this album. Yeah, it's kind of regular, but what I will say is um if you're listening to the lyrics, his verse was kinda his verse was kinda like that. Jake Holt was kind of whatever. But Shorty's will twerk in the club today. And that's the goal. Yeah, so that'll get a lot of play. <sighs> um, hey. Thank you guys for listening. As always, you can follow us on Instagram, Twitter, TikTok, Facebook, Porch Talk, No A. Leave us a review on Apple Podcasts, subscribe on there, Spotify, anywhere you listen to podcasts, you can find us. Hit the link on our Instagram bio to get all the merch and anything else you could desire. New stuff coming soon, question mark, maybe. I'm not sure. We appreciate you for listening, and we'll be back next week. Peace. Getting jiggy with it.